Go ahead. Hey, everyone. It's Millie. It's Gabby. And welcome back to another week of Change by Degrees. Sorry, I'm chewing on something. I was going to say, it smells so strong of I'm like, so what's, sorry. The, what's the taste of that uh, throat lozenge? It's Lemon or something? Dude, it's so, it smells like pure menthol in here. That's so because I the might inside pa- liquid out. is like Okay, that. stop talking. Tim hates that. No, because it's the cough drops that have. Um, so that melted because literally exploded in this like space right now. I can smell menthol. My them. eyes are watering. Yeah. Wow, I can't even focus. Um, stop it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, but we 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 are your gonna, sinuses a little bit, dude. I'm like getting just, a refresh, dude. You're getting like secondhand you can, smoking. You know, except I love it's how like, she's dragged me multiple occasions on this podcast about me and my asthma. Yes, which is not even a problem. It is. I don't have asthma. It's a problem. Actually. I don't even. Yes, have, you do have asthma. But you now are just wheezing for no reason. It's because you it just wakes told me. You up. I like how you do this. Okay, so off I, camera and off mic, <laughs> she said you're wheezing because the air is just really, really dry this year and probably but like no, I the think heat in your apartment. Let me talk. And now on on what Mike, she's happened? like, "There's no reason why you're wheezing." I'm like, "You literally just told me why. Probably because X, Y, and Z." And then we get in front of people, and you're like, "I don't know. She's just stupid. Her body's dumb. I don't know why she's wheezing." No, no, no. But, but honestly, I've never, I've never had wheezing wake me up. It's kept me from falling asleep because I can't breathe. But, but isn't that worse? But waking, yeah, it is worse. But you still have a problem. You still have a problem. I think it's because the air is I'm really need, dry. I'm going to use my inhaler. Yeah, give me that. Let me hit it. Let me hit it. Yeah, let between me hit the that. menthol and then, dude, that it's just combo. Like, I think it's just the air is just so dry. I swear so if you had dry. a lozenge. Like, I've just been like struggling to like, like. Is that what it is? No, I. Yeah. Mm. What else could it be? You just got problems. Kind of like with your blood. We also discussed that last season. So I love how. It's okay. I think she has more problems than me. Is what's happening. I really okay. don't. I my problems you. are very niche. I will say. Yours are like. I have but, asthma because I had a cat and the cat literally <laughs> killed yes. me. But, um, you know, the, you the things, weird. You'll, things you'll do for love of your You sound cat. like my mother. Oh, Please okay. stop. I, rip. Sorry. Rip her soul. But. Okay. Rest in peace, her soul, not rip her soul. <laughs> so weird to say it like that. And okay yeah i, I think what, i think I you should you should have nuts no, okay the throat lozenge and then the an inhaler i feel like you might die i think i just want an inhaler because i want an inhaler to just be like Dude, fuck daddy to just get to just get one in <clears> case <throat> i want that extra high of air i don't think flow. you need any extra high you can barely wake up in the morning without dying so whether it's coffee i'm not wheezing now so scared I just took covid a you might start wheezing at any point anyway we have episode 90 that was a good intro um uh, uh, episode 90. Okay, get it. A Netflix doc, colon, oh Amanda God. Knox. A colon? Okay. Or is it should, should it be hyphenated? No, colon. Dash, colon, colon, Amanda Knox. So uh, we're going right into the true crime portions of this podcast um, because we want to. I don't. There's no other We, we watched this along with The Witcher. Which are? Um, and I have, I, we're just going to discuss our theories. Uh, it's pretty easy because it's not like a whole series because last season we did the Gardner art heist and that was like a commitment four episodes she said it was a commitment there's four episodes Uh, we still have to pick a series to watch together to then talk about it but we did there's not a whole lot the Amazon one the Amazon one Oh, the yes, wheel of yes, time yes. or wheels something. Time. Yeah, wheels yeah, yeah. of time. I think it's wheel it's one, of time. It's one season. We want to get us. Well, we're still waiting for Stranger Things, but it hasn't. Is that the one with Rosamund Pike? Oh, okay. I don't know. I've heard people talk about it, and it's something that we wouldn't typically watch. Anyway, this is not that episode. This episode is about Amanda Knox, and it's just a movie, a documentary. I don't know how long it was. It's like an hour and a half. Yeah, so it's kind of different, and. uh I didn't know anything about this. And right off the intro, I got lost and I had to ask Gabby like five questions. Um, yeah. But then I caught like, on. Then I caught on. The intro, well, she was already complaining that the intro was boring and long and we were barely two minutes in. Really? So she's annoyed. I yeah. don't remember that. You were like, oh my gosh, this intro's so long. We watched Can we this just like get to three it? weeks ago, two weeks ago, something like that. Obviously, my short term. Should she be watching? And then the, what do you call when the different shows are like circling through when. You, you haven't clicked anything on Netflix. Oh, yeah. It like the screensaver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was all these true crime shows no, no, that no, no, she'd no, no, already no. watched. You know what's so, so like, funny about that? Huh, interesting. You know what's so funny about that? To Candace f- texted me and she was like, we were in the middle of a conversation. And then she texted me like, you know what's so weird? And I was like, what? And she was like, my screensaver on Netflix is all true crime shows. And I was like, dude, same. And she was like. But that makes sense for both of you. No, it doesn't because she watches a lot of cartoons and stuff like that. She was like, that's really strange. Like, 
She's like, I've only watched a few true crime things on Netflix. My screensaver has never been that. It's and been like a like, random, like whatever's top in Netflix. Exactly. That's what it usually is. And yeah, but that's what Candace said. Candace was like, it's usually just like whatever shows. Like mm-hmm. they're just kind of like randomly generated or whatever. And I was like, yeah, same. I don't Maybe know why. Maybe if you recently watched a true crime one. Maybe. That's what they suggest in your thing. It was but just really She had weird. watched all of them already. I pretty much is, watched all of them. This was the yeah. only one left that she hadn't watched so we could watch it together. Yeah. Um... Yeah, as it filtered I through, know. I was like, oh, I've seen that. I've like watched more than I thought. I was like, no, I've seen that. Oh, yeah, I've seen that one too. All of them. Oh, I saw that one. Which that was one good. Your, which one's your, f- have you watched them all this year? Like which one's been your favorite one? Out of the um, ones I, I haven't watched them all this year. Because there's quite a few that year. are like I've watched a lot. series. Yeah, I've watched a lot like, um, I mean, Netflix has like a lot of true crime stuff. I really liked the, I liked the Art Heist one we watched. I mm-hmm. also really liked um, Making a Murderer. That one's older, but oh. really good. I liked um, the, I don't remember what it was called, but it was about uh, the serial killer, serial rapist. Ramirez, Ramirez, I don't know. Um, And then Night Stalker, that's what it was called. And then I really liked um, the, now that Netflix is doing, and I'm pretty sure Ron Howard's producing them. I don't know where he came from, but it's fine. (laughs) Um, The case file things that Netflix does, like the first season was on Elisa Lam, and then Mm -hmm. the second season that I just watched a few weeks ago was on... um, it was on the torso murders in Times Square in the 80s, 90s, or not Maybe 90s, it's just 70s a thing right now. People are super into it, so they're just coming I out I guess. I don't know, but um, Netflix usually has, if they're Netflix produced, they're usually pretty good. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so I've watched a lot of true crime on Netflix. I think I've exhausted all the ones on Hulu, so I don't know. Usually it's what I do with like my Friday nights. Like I watch true crime, but it's hard to find them when they're not coming I out. I watched it during them. the day and it was okay. I would never heard about this particular case. I know... Gabby had, mm-hmm. and I mean, let's try to let me try to break it down chronologically because the intro they introduced to you this <laughs> this chick. Um, oh, she's like narrating it, right? She's narrating of. it, Amanda Knox, and starting off with her childhood and kind of going off the premise, which I think this continues through the whole thing. And I'm like, that's kind of a weak argument or thing to say. But she's like, I'm really weird. I'm so dead. She said something. She didn't say that exactly. But it, she was like, I've always been comfortable in my own. She gives off weird unique, energy. Or whatever. She gives off oh, weird right. energy like, to which, me. Which, again, you can be weird and not a murder, okay? Because we both are oh, that. Yeah, yeah. Um, no. We might become murders. In, I'm in, not. In the next 10 years. Actually, out of the three of us, the only person who would actually possibly get away with murder would be you. So, thank you. To say. That means a lot. Um, thank you so much, dude. But Amanda, I mean, I guess she did. If she did murder, somebody. I don't. I'm not convinced. I'm she not did. convinced. But I think she maybe weird. knew more than she let on, but I don't think she was actually involved. But also, I think if you just watch this documentary, use it as a lesson as to what not to do. Also, the documentary wasn't that good overall as a documentary, not the case, yeah. but the documentary. Yeah, I really it liked. Wasn't that good. There but. were two characters who literally <laughs> carried it oh, all yeah. the way through. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, other than that, I mean, just sh- the choice to make her narrate it from the beginning. I don't know. I found her kind of annoying. Not that was just fine. It's okay. I mean, I'd yeah, probably be annoying opens- too if I spent like five years in an Italian prison for, for something real. I definitely didn't do. But I mean, yeah, dude, she's she has weird energy. But it gave me a little bit of like the are you complicit energy. Are you? Oh, that was a I, good one. That's another one I really enjoyed was Don't F with Cats. I like that. That, that was mean, a good one. Yes. I, but that was what? That wasn't a, a one documentary. It was like two or three episodes, right? It was like, yeah, it was like four episodes maybe. Yeah. That was yeah. very good. That one had me clenching i was i was, was a, a little bit scared but yes that was a good one this one like i said them opening with her being like i was a unique child and i really wanted to just have this coming of age opportunity it was, she was in college right and she studied abroad yeah for she went it wasn't in over, high school she was it was, no, she was, in, she was in like her 20s mm-hmm. and she went over to italy and peru perugia whatever. perugia like and um yeah. whatever italian town little small town mm. or whatever and she went over there to i don't know if it was a study abroad or she was just staying over there for abroad, yeah. summer i don't know what was happening but um but yeah she like moved into this house with it was her two italian mm-hmm. uh women and then this other and this other girl from england she was english english and her name British. was meredith and that's the girl who was murdered kircher meredith kircher and um yeah, it was, I think it was just four of them in like this mm-hmm. house that they were, and she hadn't met, and none of them knew each, I don't know about the Italian women, but none of the other ones, like they didn't know yeah. each other. She had met Meredith like the very first uh, time that they went over there or whatever, and they moved in together, and that's where she was martyred. Yeah, <laughs> where the whole story began. Um, I just... 
I remember this case being like really big back in when I it just happened. See, I, I remember the news kind of talking about it because it was, I mean, I was a child at the time, but it was one of those, it's kind of like Casey Anthony. Mm. Everybody's talking about right. it. Everybody has their own speculations, except I was a lot older when Casey Anthony had her little moment. But like, um, but it was one of those controversial cases that everyone in the nation was talking about, especially since it, I mean, it happened abroad. Yeah. But mm-hmm. um, so everybody was like talking about it. I remember that because Amanda Knox kind of became like a household name, but I was kind of too young to really understand like what was going on. I just remember people, adults around me talking about it and blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. But um, and like it being on the news all the time and like updates and crap. But um, yeah, I think it's one of those cases that I didn't know tons of detail about, except like this girl was accused of killing her roommate, housemate mm-hmm. person. Mm-hmm. And I mean, got convicted. But basically leading up to it, she gets this little boyfriend, and we actually loved how they said we made love on like Ew, the first. Gross. It, it, they did it for like what five five days, four days. They knew each other for like and four or five like, days. And they were like boyfriend girlfriend, which right off the bat I'm like, okay, really great. Um, it's like when you have like a vacation bay. That was her vacation bay. Yeah, but apparently it was like legit. If it wasn't for this murder to like split them up, it would have been like and Juliet, game, and game, dude. That's really what happened. <laughs> but um, and that that started like a few days before Meredith, the British girl, was killed. Um, and this is where there's a lot of pieces to this, and I disagree with like so much of it. But <laughs> basically, the story is as she says, she was staying over at her boyfriend's place, not at the house that the other three kids were staying at oh also i looked this up after we watched it because i was very confused sorry to interrupt there was so the two because we were we were watching documentary and it didn't explain like where the other two housemates were the italian women oh yeah we were like where are they so apparently just the two of them there yeah it was just meredith and and, uh, amanda 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 went to stay with a boyfriend allegedly whatever meredith was in the house and then it just like because i mentioned at the beginning of documentary like there was four of them but then it just completely completely ignores the fact of where these other two two other people yeah apparently the two women, the two Italian women or whatever, it was like an Italian holiday or something. So they had gone home or gone with their family. They weren't in the they house. Were, oh, okay. so they were, went for a few days somewhere else because it was some Italian was holiday or something like uh, that. Okay. I don't know what a t- holiday yeah, it was. Yeah, because at but, first I was also really confused because they, they mentioned that this house had four people. And they just disappeared and, and never mentioned yeah, them again. So that makes sense. So they were like away with family or something oh, okay. like that. Okay. Yeah. So they have an actual alibi unlike Amanda here who is having some fun with the love of her life in his apartment. Which again, I also, something I will constantly bring up is the fact that there's no other people around this apartment to confirm whether or not she was there. Unless again, I go- I should have yeah. Googled and, and, and like maybe pressed a little That's bit That's why like see, the documentary but- was kind of like it's missing like some key questions That's, that are a, yeah a, just like a common sense would, stuff that right, I'm like where are the, the two housemates. Um, but anyway, but she supposedly allegedly returns from this night at her boyfriend's, and this is where me and Gabby were like losing Gabby and I. We're losing our minds because she comes into the house. First off, the door is unlocked. Or was it, it wasn't left open. It was, it was either unlocked. unlocked or slightly open. Open. Which no, it was slightly open. I wouldn't have gone in. I'd be yes. like, nope, right not dealing bat, with that. Like, Let me call the police. You're on your like, own with f- three other women and the door in a foreign country. In a foreign country, two of the I guess now two Housemates of the ladies were, were gone. gone. So you only have one chick there who apparently was like pretty like normal. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah. yeah. Um, and you see the door left open. Like after you're I gone all night even, and you come back, she came back in the morning. Yeah, and she the door was slightly open or something. So right off, and the she bat, still I'm goes like, in and is like, "It's fine." I would have been like, "Absolutely not!" Like I'm not going into a just, to my house that the door's open. It could be something super innocent, like, "Oh, my roommate forgot to forgot mm-hmm. to shut the door," which even that's weird. But thought it was shut and it bounced back open. Whatever it is, I still wouldn't go in. Yeah, why would you ever like if you came up to your apartment and the, your apartment door was open? Absolutely not. You wouldn't go in. Absolutely. A house, not. even if you were the only person living in the house, you live with another person. I, I already was like, she did it automatically. Because I'm like, that's your story, that the door was left open. I think a lot of this is just like stupidity. The whole thing. Because so she walks in and uh, I think that all the other doors in the house were open except Meredith's bedroom. Yeah, that was shut. closed or locked or whatever. So she I think didn't it was go locked. In. She thought that, <laughs> yeah, it was locked and she thought that the chick was sleeping. And she's like, okay, I'm going to go take a shower. This is where once again... I just don't believe it because she saw blood stains on the faucet, like a few drips of blood. And she was like, oh, okay, maybe somebody had a cut, whatever, which again, that is already the second strike. You've already been out, but this is the second strike. Well, okay. that It was like, yeah, on the sink. And then on she sink. said, 
she got in the shower. Yes, and she didn't see this until she got out of the shower. Which, she, once again, I'm like, you just must be like, I know people oblivious. are super unaware. Like, there are people but who I'm are just, just like, so unaware. I would have been so freaked out already. But she gets out of the shower and says there's blood on the bath, bath mat, mat, like, when you get out of the shower that she didn't see. But, like, significant amount thought, of blood. Yes, a more, more significant <clears throat> about, amount of blood than what was on the faucet. And still, she's like, but you know what? That didn't really freak me out. What really freaked me out. I'm like, sis, that's not period blood. Like, clearly. I'm, I, was just, I don't know what she thought it was if somebody... I don't know, cut their leg open or their foot or something. And just left it there? And left it there. Like, what? Which, once again, the door's left open. You saw already blood on the faucet. There's blood on this bath mat. But then when she realized that the toilet, somebody had used it. <laughs> Someone, like, crapped for- and didn't flush. <laughs> really, it's like, I'm not going to say that on the podcast. I was trying to find a way to say it, like, kosherly. But, yeah, somebody oh, crapped on the toilet. Sorry. <laughs> um, and left it there. And that's what freaks her out, which... She was like, I'm, that was really that was strange. Really weird. I'm like, dude, I was you like, live the with blood was people. fine. I'm like, if y'all were drunk and you didn't realize that you took a deuce on the I'm toilet so and forgot dead. to flush, I'm like, I'm I dead. understand that more than the door being left open and blood everywhere, but to each their own. You so the deuce creeped her out. took a deuce on the toilet and I left it there. And then she was like, oh my gosh. So she proceeds to call Stefano. I don't know what her I think it was Stefano. If not, I'm going to call him I, Stefano. That's not it. That's not I it. I think it was Stefano. No, it's not. It wasn't Stefano. Was okay. It? This Italian love of her life. It was not. I'm looking it up because okay. I know you're While wrong. While she looks it up, I'm going to continue this great story. Go ahead. So, doors open. She's taking a shower, blood everywhere. And she's like, wait, there's like stuff on the toilet. There might be something wrong. I'm so dead. Um, so, she calls her boyfriend and she's like, oh my gosh, you need to come over. It's, I'm really freaked out. Like, of course. Um, His name is Raphael. I like Stefano better. Stefano. It's like you're coming up with names that it's, fit better for people. That's true. So. Raphael Celesito. Oh, Celesito. Celesito, yeah. Raphael. So, and Raphael makes his way over. And this is where, because they both then start telling their sides of the story. Um, because when they're both together, that's when they try to get into this room, correct? Mm, because Meredith yeah. didn't reply. Yeah, so they try to get into... Well, yeah. First of all, sis, I don't know why you're calling your boyfriend. I don't know what he's supposed to do. I'm like, after four days, you're going to trust him to... Anyway. Doesn't have to make sense. Uh, When Raphael gets there, uh, they start looking at the house, what's going on, and the fact that Meredith's door is locked and she's not replying. Like, they knocked, they called her name, she wasn't replying, so they're like, wait, let's get into this room. By then, I would have called police. Let me just say. I would have called police like 5,000 hours ago. Yeah, before I entered the house. But it's okay. So whenever they get the door unlocked, they find Meredith dead, naked, like wrapped in some blankets. Mm -hmm. And the window outside of her room is broken. Like if Mm -hmm. the person allegedly escaped out of the window. Uh, And then, And then, guys, they decided to call the police. So good on them. The police come and then they show footage of when this actually happened. And the police, let me just tell you something right now. Uh, Gabby had watched a documentary on the police. What was it in Ireland? Oh, Scotland, the, uh, oh the Guardian. It was Ireland. It was like, Ireland. Ireland, and they're it was called in the, West Guardia. Cork. the Guardia. Um, the Italian police are not as good as the Guardia. Okay? They're the they Polizia. Polizia, and they, their uniforms are so funny. And the fact that they like that's just how they went about. Botched, dude. It was botched. It's botched a botched job, which is most most cases, I have to admit. They're all yeah, botched, they're but all botched. I don't know. These people really crack me up. So the Italian, the chief or whatever he's dude, called, uh, the captain or whatever, he was like so racking me up. funny. So funny. So they get there and they're starting to take pictures and already botching the crime scene, as we expect. And uh, Stefano, Raphael, and Stefano. <laughs> Amanda are outside the house making out. They're like making out. They're so weird. Each other. There's like, so weird. They're like, yeah. I mean, there's one thing to be like comforting each other and being like, oh, like crap, there's a dead body in there, dude. <laughs> But like, but they're like making they're like out. making out. So like, weird, like outside right, the like, crime scene, like a few scene. steps away from the house, uh, which is weird. But it's that just, doesn't mean you murdered anybody. It's weird behavior. Because, like I said, what she said at the beginning of the movie is that she's weird. So she's gonna do weird things, right? Of course, makes sense. I guess. So, um, and and here enters my favorite character, which is this uh, Italian oh, the re- chief. Oh, the chief. I thought yeah. you called the reporter. Okay. No, the reporter's also really funny. I know he cracked you up. He did. He did. But the chief, yeah. The, the chief comes in and he starts analyzing this crime scene. Okay, l- let it be known that this crime scene, like we said, was botched, but like people were, like footage showed they're in and in out, and out. Not with booties, not changing, like the things Gloves. on the shoes. They're just like, pe- there's tons of people. It's not contained. 
people are coming in and out. Which, of course, is what becomes a problem later on. Yeah. In anyway, fact, this will watch. Um, and he comes in, and right off the bat, it's just like the things he already started saying. He's like, I know this was a woman who killed Meredith. He said something interesting that I was like, I don't know if that's the statistic in Italy, but here, mm-hmm. definitely not. Um, where he said the body was covered, it was covered in, mm-hmm. in sheets and mm-hmm. or a towel or something to cover it up. And usually when women kill, that's what they do. Mm-hmm. And I was like, no. Like a lot of times, usually if the, if you find a body and the body's covered up with a sheet or a towel or just something to just cover the body so you don't have to look at it, usually that means the person who killed them probably knew them. doesn't mean man or woman. It just means they didn't want to have to look at what they did because they know the person or, or whatever. Right. So I don't know why, but that was the first thing Unless, he said that I was like, I don't really understand that. Also, this but, is a quiet town. Yeah. Which in a lot of cases, it also becomes their downfall because they're not used to Because didn't dealing. they say they had to, or maybe that was the other documentary I, I watched, was, they had to bring in somebody else to help? Yeah, but I think eventually later on in the case, they had to bring out outside help. Like a different, to uh, a different. To, uh, to handle such a case like this. Yeah, because it's like a, Perugia or whatever, mm-hmm. it was like a small town, mm-hmm. like you said. So mm-hmm. like, they had to have another city help with the investigation because they right. didn't have the resources mm-hmm. to do it or experience or whatever it was right yeah. um so he sees the girl wrapped up in blankets and so he says that weird comment about it being a woman but i guess somebody who knew the person and when he sees how the window was broken but then you see the exterior of the house there's no signs that the person actually left through mm-hmm. that exit and he's like obviously this is a setup and there was nothing stolen so because the mm-hmm. first theory was also like this was a break-in gone wrong Right, but then but her Amanda, being naked, that you know. Well, then she was also rape. sexually assaulted, mm-hmm. and so, which anyway is a whole other thing. So I'm like, then why is your first suspect a woman? But it doesn't matter. Um, but and Amanda had said like, there's nothing missing, there's nothing right. gone, mm-hmm. which happens a lot of times. Once again, if the person knows the person, right. they'll stage a break in to make it look like it was some unknown person, mm-hmm. and it was it went wrong, and someone got killed in the process. But then there's nothing missing. So it's like, right. well, then obviously this it isn't a break-in. That, that wasn't yeah. about that. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was kind of like the the thing that was kind of like, uh, not sure about this, like theory. But yeah. Yeah. And then so they make out. They, they make out, they do, you know. They do the crime scene thing. And this is where <laughs> Italian police are so good. So they have to get interviewed. And just the way she goes about the interview process angers me. Um, Who, Amanda? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I mean, both of them, but they get called into the police station and they answer their questions. And I think the first time they got interviewed, they got let go because they yeah. answered all the questions. It was totally fine. It's when I have to get Stefano out of my mind. Raphael <laughs> went back He in. was called back he in. He was called back in. Not Amanda. Right, because he's a man and would be closest to the scene. Or I guess. I don't know why they called the one him who, back yeah. in, I guess. I um, but they called him back in, but not Amanda. But Amanda was so nervous about this whole thing um, that she comes with him. And it's like outside the police station Which while he's getting like, interviewed. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, and starts freaking out and, and super nervous. And she causes herself to go back in to get interviewed. And this is where things go poorly. Poorly. Um, although they even have tapes. And that's why I was really like, I mean... I don't like I said I don't think she did it because they have tapes of her conversations with family back home and she's just yeah. like she doesn't admit anything obviously and it's just like oh I feel weird about this I've had such a bad day and I'm like yeah I think you've had a bad she day she was talking to one of her friends mm-hmm. before she was interviewed the second time I think yeah and was yes. like this is so crazy and her friend was like well it's totally fine like you're in a, such a great place you're in a great place and like this is just a little paraphrasing like this is pretty much just like this is a little blip on your on on your trip, like have a good time. For Please the rest tell of the me time. that if I ever have something traumatic happen, just be like, it's a little blip. Sis. It's Don't a little worry. blip. It's just a little go, bump just go in with the your road. new boyfriend, and it's gonna be all good. Is what she said basically. And then her friend was like, "Wait, so is he your boyfriend?" And Amanda was like, "Oh my god, yeah," or something like that. I don't really know. <laughs> the conversation was like one of those that you're like, "Dude, whatever." All right, I don't care. But um, basically, with her freaking out over her boyfriend being interviewed again, made her sus. Made her sus. And so this night is when things went. Went, went so wrong because the chief is talking about how he was trying to get straight up with Amanda and get some answers. And the Italian police do seem really scummy in this regard. Yeah, At least in this town or whatever. Mm-hmm. So like, yeah, they probably were like being kind of bastards, but you know. <laughs> um, but uh, so I think it's like the the chief with whoever else and what they say versus what Amanda says is different. You know, Amanda course, says, yeah. yeah, you know, that they were being super hostile and saying things that she did do 
she must have done. You did do it, so just admit it. And then they were like, you can't, you're, you're not remembering, right? You need to remember something different. Because what she was saying, she was like, I had nothing to do with this. And they're like, well, you don't remember. Right. You need to tell us what you actually remember. remember. Right. right. And then I think they interviewed her for like several hours, like mm-hmm. through the night. Mm-hmm. And then she claims that they hit her at one point or somebody slapped her, one of the yeah. officers. And then um, they wouldn't let her eat or use the bathroom or anything. Of course, the police are like, yeah, we let her use the bathroom. We let her eat. We let her all do, right. you know, he said, she said kind of stuff. But I'm inclined to believe women and not the police, so I'm going to have to believe that. But um, They seemed aggressive. Yeah, so they seemed – overall, it was just, like, mm-hmm. aggression, whereas mm-hmm. they are saying, like, no. And then it kind of got to the point where she confessed something. She implicated somebody else who had – Correct. Well, no, no, the, their boss. Because, yeah, for example, boss. that was another alibi. Not an alibi because she, she just claims that she didn't go into work. She just went to Raphael's Well, apartment. because the whole thing with that night was that they were like, did you leave your mm-hmm. – apartment at any time or his apartment at any time and she said no she was like i was supposed to go to work mm-hmm. however her boss called her or texted her and said we're good yeah. don't come in we have it covered you can stay home or whatever right so she ended up not leaving and it was this text that was what freaked her out because apparently the police understood it in italian in some other way than what yeah, she intended even like something she, was lost yeah, in translation and she I was like suppose. no that this means that i didn't have to come into work and they were like no this means that and you she were said covering like something up or, well she said like see you later or mm-hmm. something and the italian police were like see you later that means you that you were gonna see person. him later to go kill meredith and she right. was like Sis, no huh? <laughs> but then throughout all of this after being interviewed i don't know how many hours but definitely mm-hmm. several several hours um she ended up giving a false confession mm-hmm. and implicating her boss and said, yes, I think she said that they met up. To just give them what they wanted. What and then, said. yeah, like they, her, she, she said that her and her boss met up and then went to her apartment where, or the house where Meredith was and killed her. And she heard a scream. I don't think she was. She, she was outside herself, the house. She was outside the house. Yeah, and she heard somebody screaming from the inside when her mm-hmm. boss went in. So this random guy, her boss, is now implicated in this Which thing. Which is hilarious to me because you see him like all of four seconds. And, and she, yeah, yeah. He was, she implicated herself, at least as an accessory. Raphael. Yeah, her boyfriend, Raphael. And her boss. And, yeah, her boss and... Yeah, that was it. That yeah. was those three. All but three of them. I was just like, LOL. Her boss was probably like, dude, what the heck? What did and I in do the process you? of this, Raphael, like this young love. I'm so dead. Is <laughs> oh, she, oh, put to the test because he then throws he says, her under the bus, he right? He throws her under the bus. And he says, yeah, she came over at but night. But then she left. But then she left. So this is all real messy. So here's the thing. If that part is true, then I don't know if she's innocent. I don't know. Because like, at this do? point, it's always hard because. So I'm like, did you lie? And the, the, once again, the documentary doesn't really go back to that point. I'm like, not all really. these false confessions, can we work through them and see what was but there was, But there, I watched another documentary on false confessions, and they're uncommon, but not as uncommon as you would think they are, mm-hmm. especially after someone's been interrogated. Sometimes interrogations can go on for like 10, 12 hours. Mm-hmm. If you don't lawyer up and you, you, you're just you're there, done. you know, yeah. people don't know they can walk out at any time, at least in America. I don't know how it works in other countries, but – in America, if you're not under arrest and people are interrogating you, you can you can leave. Mm. I don't think people know that. Mm. So they sit there. And um, if you ask, like, am I under arrest? And they say, well, not yet. You're like, well, then I'm leaving. But right. I don't think pe- – people, I think, know assume that. that they have you're to stay the, there. Yeah. And they don't mm. lawyer up, which even if I – if I was guilty or not guilty, I'd be like, I want a lawyer. I'm not mm-hmm. saying crap about nothing. Mm-hmm. Like, I want a lawyer. Because, like, these people will twist your words and whatever, yep. and all of a sudden you're being implicated in something. But I think it was the combination for all of them, whether – whatever was true or not about whoever being there or, or whatever. I think after like so many hours of being interrogated, they just started to say things just to to get out. And plus the way interrogations also go, you kind of think like, well, how could someone manipulate someone into oh, saying something definitely. they didn't do? But mm-hmm. it's at the same time, it's like, well, these people are trained mm-hmm. to be interrogators. Apparently she like, got overwhelmed and just gave them what she thought they already believed about her. Right. So why not? She just wanted to get out of the, the room yeah, and the situation. But by doing that, she implicated two other people and herself. One of which wasn't even around when any of he this went so down. He was so confused. Um, and that's how that night ended. So they had that false confession from I think Amanda, she was arrested at that point. And she was arrested. Yeah. And her boyfriend said, yeah, this chick left my apartment. Which, which okay. again, that never really was explained. But okay, that's well, what Well, you said. can't know if she did or not. I know, I know. Yeah. Um, and so they end up arrested. And this is where the whole other side of the documentary kind of like don't F with cats kind of went so into dead. the power of social media and how a Facebook group <laughs> found this out. This is like really, you find that really funny. <laughs> um, but this time it was about how mm-hmm. um, investigations like these really get 
ruined by the media and journalism. And well, it's like I, trial by media. Kind of. Well, that was another documentary I watched on Netflix called Trial by Media. Anyway, but it, uh, yeah, all these, but, um, make connect. but it is kind of one of those things. It, it well, I was gonna say it was, compared to Casey Anthony as well, it was mm. trial, by media, trial by media, but she got off. So, you know, at that case, but, um, it certainly didn't help. No, I don't think it ever helps. No, no, that ever and helps, because you're of right. course journalists want all the like the skeezy Which details. Which is enter enter character my favorite two. character. Your favorite. I don't remember this man's name. I think he still is around writing he wasn't great he news British articles. British or something? No, he was British. He was British. He's British. Yeah. Well, because here's the thing. Well, because it was this British. This is an American who yeah. ended up in Italy, and this is where the murder happened, and it's a murder of an English lady. So an English journalist yeah. came to Italy to cover press. Yeah. An American off this killed case. a British woman in Italy. Correct. So, so it's, who it's, has jurisdiction over this case? I suppose I would think Britain, but Britain didn't seem to really care. No, they were like, ah, Italy, you take it. Like you would think the well, British police would be all over this, but I, I don't know. They didn't seem to care. The At least in the documentary, didn't find that important. Yeah. This is about journalism. Okay. Okay. So this guy, <laughs> this guy shows up and he's really already talking to people, getting everybody nice and comfy with them. He's, he's like, I'm so gonna get these geese. He, he was, was really so, skeezy. Here's the thing. He's so cheeky about it. He's, he's like, so yeah, gross. I know. He's like, I'm gonna get. That that news article out. Well, because he have went to be in- true. He's like, but you know what? People people die to see sex on the headlines, yeah. and murder and whatever else. He's like, people live for that. Especially of a it especially sells. of a young. I feel like that's 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 another thing. Is young women who are implicated in murders, whether they're guilty or not, usually don't get a f- fair trial, in my opinion, from mm-hmm. the media, because mm-hmm. it's like you have um, when they talk about that. Uh, yeah, you have a really pretty young girl and who looks like all American teenager type. And it just never works out in the mm-hmm. media because people love that. People love to see a woman on trial convicted of a murder or something really heinous, but she looks so innocent and young or pretty or whatever right. it may be. So I think that's just like the whole like stigma around it and the whole mm-hmm. like, um, I don't know the word, but like the whole like, the whole the whole situation, the whole thing, the whole mm-hmm. like glamour, glamour, glamorization of like mm-hmm. this like murder that happened. It's not some like crusty guy who looks mm-hmm. like he, Killed 20 right. people before like, this case. That doesn't, no one cares about that, honestly. It's the girl who has a good upbringing and wow, what went wrong? Is she crazy? Is she mm-hmm. insane? Mm-hmm. Is she a sex is, fiend? Like, what right, is it? Right. Like, and that becomes yeah. deeply problematic because as she's in jail, awaiting all her trial dates and court and whatever, uh, and this guy from Britain starts releasing these articles, along with tons of other people, about how she is an American who came over living abroad and she wanted to hook up with every guy. And yeah, like she she's was really together with this right, blah, and, blah, blah. and the fact that you know she was dating this guy for five days, and then they murdered and together. And then they murdered together, and she's just crazy. And then and the really the thing that he he didn't really speak on, but he definitely gave the impression a very heavy impression that he was definitely involved with, but he didn't talk about it was um, when she was in jail. She was writing in like a diary, a diary or something. Which is so this was the part that I like. That was not right. That was not but, right. Like. She's writing in some diary and she's just writing down and I don't remember what the situation was exactly. That she hooked up with however many guys and she oh well. Yeah, well, because many, he many. somehow and <clears throat> once again, they I think the interviewer asked him about this and he was like, Right. Well, I have, you know, I have my ways of doing things. And he kind of smiled, but he didn't say if it was him or somebody he hired or someone from his firm mm-hmm. or whoever mm-hmm. he works for. The journalist. Some journal yeah, 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 came in and somehow got a hold of this diary she was writing in and mm-hmm. published what she had written in it mm-hmm. in the paper. Because the police told her yeah. they have to test you before you go into jail. And they told her she was HIV positive, which was a lie, which is very, I have no idea why they did this. Yeah. But in the diary, she's like, oh my gosh, I'm just starting off. I'm so young. And she listed They told out, her she had AIDS. Oh, AIDS, not HIV, sorry. But, but AIDS. Yeah, yeah, she was, yeah. I think it was both. I think she, I think oh, she was, okay, she okay. was HIV positive and she had AIDS. Right. And because they had to, which isn't unusual that you test your, you test everything. You have a right medical before you test before you go into the jail to see what medication you need to be mm-hmm. on, if any. And, um, and but they told her, in her diary, they told like, her that she had AIDS. And so she's in jail and she's like writing down and like, like she, all I the partners all these she had, uh, you know, whatever. And she's like, I don't know who I got it from, blah, 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 blah. And this is the diary that gets published and then starts a conversation of like, oh my gosh. Her sexuality. She's, and she's <clears throat> like promiscuous. promiscuous and, the nice words of saying. Yeah, you were about to say whore. I know you I heard the <laughs> and I was like, ah, I was going to say whore. But basically, that's what they're writing in the news articles that she must have been going around every night and obviously she killed this chick. And honestly, this becomes her downfall, which again, isn't even it. Which is so sad. Here's the thing that really pisses true, me off. Number one. And number two, that should have nothing to do with it if we're like, being honest. Like this chick was like, what, 22, 23? I don't know how, maybe she, maybe a little younger than that. Yeah. Longer. 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 But um, I don't know. She was in her early 20s, I believe. 
she said something like, and once again, the fact this is even common knowledge is like really disgusting and gross. Mm -hmm. But she she wrote in like this like jail diary or whatever she had that was then published by this definitely this British guy definitely this British reporter had something, <laughs> had something to do with it. But like, and this really pisses me off. And like, they even talk about this in like the rap world and stuff mm. where a woman. She had like, she was like, oh, I've had like five or seven partners or something like that in her life or something like that, which like, girl, go off, whatever. But I'm like, if this was a guy, no that one would be- have anything to say about it. They'd mm-hmm. be like, oh, he's a big baller, shot caller. He's got seven. He's had sex yeah. with seven women. But or when the, a girl. Or, or that he should have had more. I'm like, that's oh, not yeah, a low yeah. end That's whatever. a low end. Yeah. But when a girl has sex with seven guys, she's a whore. And yeah. I'm like, well, that's really stupid. That's really, that's mm-hmm. not fair. Like, that's. Yeah, no. Because anyway, that's a whole other tangent. But. And it honestly becomes her downfall. Yeah, and that's what the guy, what the chief says at the very end. Okay, can we go to that theory? This was ridiculous. This was stupid. She ends up being exonerated. You can look into it yourself. But basically, this theory theory made no sense. And also the little animation they did to to, to visualize his theory. I'm like, how did we get from the theories we had? Oh, oh, wait, we can't get to that theory until we talk about the guy. The other guy. Well, the guy and the knife. Okay, okay, let's then, okay. We're like, I'm sorry, that theory just, just like really pissed me off. It okay. pissed me off. It Can we just, okay, up until this point, everything is circumstantial. They have no DNA for anything. No, no. And it okay. still like, becomes botched, the DNA they do yeah, have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So basically, the, her boss is let go from the jail because he has nothing to do with yeah, it. Yeah, they, 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 yeah, the boss, he was let go <clears> pretty quickly. There's footage of him like leaving the jail and he's like, looks so dead inside, poor man. Um, he's so like the stupid Amanda American Knox girl. Like, and totally. Raphael. Yeah. But then... I don't know how it comes about. Was it about. her or him? The who said about who this said guy? Who said about this guy? I don't remember. But somebody, somehow it got brought up that this other mm. Italian guy was hanging out with them, I think the days prior to, to the murder. But he had also been arrested in the past for break-ins. Somehow it came about that they started looking at this guy. He had fled to Germany. He did. Right I'm after the murder. I don't remember how they brought it up. <clears throat> I, I think it remember. was one of, the, one of the two of them mentioned his mentioned name or something. That Meredith was hanging out with this guy. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. But he, like, right after the murder had fled to Germany, mm-hmm. so the Italian police had to extradite him back right. to Italy. Even though when he went, he basically <clears throat> ends up on the phone with a undercover investigator. No, no, no. I think it was his friend. Oh, his friend. His friend. It was, he was on the bad. phone with his, or Zoom or something with his friend who agreed to turn him in or work with the police or whatever. Right. He didn't he didn't say he killed Meredith, but he did mm-hmm. implicate himself that he was there. Right. And that's why he <clears> fled <throat> when he realized when that he, she was dead. Mm-hmm. But they bring him back, they question him. Mm-hmm. Although when he is talking to his friend, mm-hmm. what we both found really weird is that the fact that he said, I didn't do it, but for sure I know that Amanda had nothing to do with yeah, it. And I'm like, he, why would you know that name? <clears throat> Unless, you know, like Well, he probably knew it because I think oh, they hung out before that's the murder. A weird thing to say, like, how do you not? But it was know very out of nothing? place. Yeah, very out of place to be like I know that Amanda had. Nothing I know to do Amanda with it. didn't have anything to do with it. Maybe because he's saying that because he had seen the news and that she had been arrested or right. what, whatever. But it was weird. It seemed very out of very scripted to be like. But I know Amanda didn't do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I don't. I don't understand mm-hmm. that. Well, that's how he. That's, that's, that's how. That's how he sounded to me. <laughs> I don't know how he's speaking Italian, so I don't really know how he sounded. But and he was brought in. Yeah, so he was this. brought in. I think he was also. He was arrested. He was sitting. He's in, he's gonna get get out of jail and. <laughs> Even though the Italian was like, who's gonna get out of jail right now? Huh? I did yeah. my job. I did my job. Yeah. <laughs> he was he's been out of jail. Yes, and it was the other because I think he was convicted on like twenty he was convicted on like twenty five years mm-hmm. and he got out at like fifteen. His lawyer his lawyer was like, Who? All right. He was like, You can you can say I did like a really like sucky job, but who's out of prison right now? My guy. Like <laughs> I'm like, dude, he's still got the like Italians sixteen years. Me up. But um but yeah, so he was he's he's been out of prison, I think, and he's on parole or whatever. But um but yeah, so then, but the knife thing was right. weird because mm-hmm. that was also something that I was like, okay. Well, the thing about it is that this knife was found in Raphael's apartment because they couldn't find a murder weapon. They had looked through the kitchen <clears> in the <throat> house and they found nothing that would implicate it being the murder weapon. But when they analyzed this kitchen knife in Raphael's house, they found supposedly Meredith's DNA at the tip of the blade and Amanda's DNA... Also in, on like on the handle. On the, on the handle. Which I'm like, yeah, dude, 
her hand, her DNA probably is on the handle because she was like living with this, not living with, but in and out of his apartment but for like five days. But then she proceeds to say, not that, that would make perfect sense. She's like, I have no idea how that DNA ended up like, on the sis, plate. Just, I'm like, just say that you go to his apartment and y'all for were the cooking. five days and you were cooking and there you go. But, but then also, dumb. but if Meredith's DNA is on the end of the blade, then that looks really bad. Either way, right. if you say you're, yeah, I was handling the knife or no, I wasn't handling the knife ever. Like it just, mm-hmm. it looks bad. But, um, so those, the, those are the two new pieces of evidence that they spent some so time talking that's about. The, but that's the only DNA they yeah, have. That's it. Because they tried of course, to go around in the room and that's what, no, 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 no. I remember how this guy came up. Sorry. Oh, when they when did she, the, the, the rape analysis, kit. The, yeah, uh, the, yeah. The rape, I, uh, his DNA was found somewhere in the Well, they room. found unknown DNA. I think this is what happened. I don't quote me on this, but I think it maybe happened like, yeah, I forgot about that. Thanks. Mm-hmm. But the unknown DNA, when they did the rape kit, they found the unknown male DNA in her underwear unknown, or whatever. Right. Um, they put it into the, their database or whatever. They get a hit on it, I think. I don't know if they get a hit on it later when they enter this guy's DNA mm-hmm. or what, but something happened where his name comes up, they go get him, they bring him back, they test right. him, the DNA matches. Right. Okay, this is where it gets really screwy for me because I'm like, mm. you have, okay, you probably have your guy. Like, you could say that it was, consensual and then somehow she got murdered later that night i had nothing to do with it but we had sex i left she got murdered not my fault mm-hmm. but he doesn't he he's like no no we don't didn't know her. Never, we, we never nothing. had sex so then like yeah. okay well then he dude, was hanging like, out with her realized that she was murdered in the other room because he wasn't in the room or whatever heard a scream saw it he said he, he got left scared or something because he was already i forgot what he had like he a warrant well he has he has several he, i think he's been arrested several right. like and he got scared that he would just be implicated and he didn't want to so he flees so to he germany. left but to germany dude like picked up and he really left said, to a different Whoop. country <laughs> so but, so yeah so it was something like that but i'm like okay that's pretty much like like you have his dna mm-hmm. where he said he wasn't what he wasn't wasn't at or whatever he said they didn't have sex so obviously like it's a pretty good chance this guy raped and killed this chick but somehow this Italian investigator Dude, gets I it don't. in his head because he can't let go of the. First of all, the uh, Amanda's DNA on the knife is the only which then non circumstantial work evidence. They had a botched job in the DNA yeah. lab. Well, then okay, so, so it's about so the knife. <laughs> so okay, the implicated Amanda in this, the DNA I think is what sends her to prison. She's in prison for like four years. I think they appeal it. It goes to court again. They have a third party forensic examiner look at this knife. Mm-hmm. And realize that. And the, who has no involvement in the case, had no involvement in the case four years prior, does DNA on the knife and is like, yeah, there's no DNA of Meredith on here. Like, there's nothing. Mm-hmm. No. She's like, depending on how they did the investigation and how many items they were trying to analyze for DNA, she's like, it could have easily been messed up. Yeah. Somebody could have touched this, touched that, transfer. So basically, this so one, the one piece one of evidence So the one DNA have, evidence they have, the one piece of evidence that's not circumstantial is like not even, it's not even valid. Like right. there's nothing there. So I think that's what got her off. But like- And she ends up back in America. Yeah. And she, after like four or five years and she's able to go home. But- uh Which sucks. But the theory that the Italian investigator <laughs> came up with no after this sense. guy, because the guy- who actually did rape Meredith and presumably kill her. He was sent to prison. And the Italian investigator just couldn't let go of the fact that he was like, Amanda. No, Amanda still had something the to one. do with it. So his the theory, this was the dumbest theory Dude. I've heard in my whole life. I've heard like a lot of dumb theories. No, no, no. But this, takes this one cake. was this was pretty bad. Was that Amanda and Ref Fut well, that's not his name. Yes, it is. You yes. said something else. I'm like, well, I don't even know this guy's Stefano, name anymore. Stefano. Yeah, not okay, Raphael. her boyfriend, dude. Yes. Was where they said they were at the apartment, whatever, whatever. No, then they come no, over no, to no, the no, house. No, 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 I know. Oh, okay, Meredith okay. was at the house. Mm-hmm. With this other guy. Apparently, yeah. Yeah. Who was actually arrested and mm-hmm. whatever. They come over to the house, mm-hmm. Amanda and her boyfriend. They come over to the house. They're <laughs> hanging out or whatever. Really cracking up. Just because it doesn't make any sense. It, they, they're hanging out. Meredith comes out of her room and it's Amanda, the guy the, who's convicted, and her boyfriend. Raphael. And they're hanging out and Meredith... Somehow he explained is like annoyed that she has friends over. No, 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 two no. boys over at the yeah, same yeah, yeah. time. That she thinks that since Meredith was a goody two shoes, that he said she got annoyed. Which, how that would she- he know this? I don't know. But he was like, well, Meredith, you know, she's not promiscuous like Amanda, mm-hmm. so I think she was annoyed that she had um, two boys, boys over. over. So she's telling Amanda to tell them to leave. A struggle ensues. It was some sex thing. Amanda gets upset. <laughs> 
and all three of them kill, kill Meredith her. because Amanda's upset at her being upset that she has more sex than she does. That was that literally, literally, it sounds stupid, but that's literally no, what this guy said. Or, or for example, that a related, it has to, something to do with that or it could be that it was the three of them thing. wanted to have like an orgy or something. I'm so dead. And Meredith was an unwilling participant so they were all in on it. Ba- and it was some it, sadistic like type of thing. Right. Yeah. That like, Meredith come out and was like, Amanda, oh my gosh, how could you just be here and hook up with all these guys? I'm so offended. It was like the and Amanda had some sort of <clears throat> switch flip in her head and she was like, I'm really pissed off that you think I'm a whore. And 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 uh, killed her. Yeah, I, it out was of spite. It was like, and I guess one of the guys must have like also had sex with her in the process. That is honestly that's the, that's, that's, a, that's the theory. best they could do. That's his theory, and that's what he still believes to this day. He's like on this and, documentary. And he's actually, like, yep, that's when, what happened. When Amanda ended up in jail, he apparently was regarded as a hero in Italy. He was like, and everybody so would say hi to me, and, and that I really did my job as an Italian man. Yeah, and I was like, I mean, okay. But he's like, I'm a Catholic. He said this theory, so uh, dude, I, to connect that he too. really he's did. Like, Even if Amanda got off here on earth, he, she has like God she's, to answer to. God's waiting on her. And, and I, I was like, like what wow, is my happening? Guy. Wow, my guy. So he was really convinced. This British journalist guy was just kind of like, yeah, I don't really know what happened, but I know that I got a lot of money out of this thing. So whatever. Which again goes back to the fact that like, not that this case held any water to begin with. But how muddy the the waters got when our journalist guy said, "Let me post this diary and convince." They called that her. They called her uh, Foxy Noxy. Foxy Noxy. Foxy Noxy. Foxy Noxy. Which is so disgusting. It's like really weird. It's really weird, and it just didn't help her case at all. No. And the documentary ends with the fact that she was in America, and after they found, I don't know what other piece they found or who opened up the case again. Um, but basically Italy was going to call her back to get tried again. Yeah. Even after she was back in America. But it was decided that she would be fully like, let go. Exonerated. And, and I think, well, because she didn't have to go to that trial. Because I think it was just, I don't, once again, I don't know how they're, anytime I watch like Italian a documentary about no like legal systems and different, like the one I watched on uh, the Cork in West Cork in. With the Guardia. Yeah. I can't, Ireland, I can't oh, think of the name. <laughs> Almost said Israel, and I was like, that's not right. But um, in Ireland, yeah, with the Guardia. Like, the way that, because the woman who was murdered there was French, so the way the French mm-hmm. dealt with the guy they believe killed her, because it's unsolved, um, was very strange. I don't mm. quite understand. Well, they, the just had like, they just had, like, a panel of judges, and I think Italy had a similar thing where they just have, like, a panel of judges. I think they have a jury, but <laughs> I don't really know. Um, Which isn't honestly... The, the the Italian lawyer was like, you can drag us for all you want, but you were writing in caves when we had like a legal system. And I was like, you're pulling that out of yeah. nowhere. It, this, these Italians, they hated the, he, the American media so much because the American media was like dogging on their legal process. And one of one of the talk show hosts and late night talk show hosts and stuff like that in SNL were like dogging on the Italian legal process. And he was like, well, yeah, like you can you can dog on us all you want, dude, but like. 400 years ago when we were well advanced you guys were like didn't even know what like how to make fire so lol and uh, he was really upset about it but um, he was he was <laughs> but yeah but she was exonerated she didn't have to go back to italy for that trial because i guess it was just judges deciding it's weird mm-hmm. i don't know and that part doesn't make sense her boyfriend but she ends just up- like called her and was like we're, we're free no she called her boyfriend no, and she was like Raphael, we're actually free and i don't think they ever ended up hooking up and then they go back to Raphael guy like free in Italy and he's like my life is over well, like, yeah. I was happy when I got let out but now I'm depressed and I really thought that Amanda would be the one for me we understood each other anyway so she now lives in Colorado a real quiet life yeah I think she's married I mean again I'm set what huh? she's married I think now is she I think she is I don't know if the doctor she's married that. no well I but oh, I think okay. she's she got married she, I, I mean, think good, she lives in Colorado somewhere good for her like I said I don't think the documentary was not helpful not that it should be one way or another but yeah, it was just I, a I weird documentary. I, I feel like there's a lot of missing pieces and stuff. Because once again, one of the questions I had immediately after watching was, did anybody see her leave or see them leave? They didn't go into any from of that. Their apartment. They didn't I'm go like, into did any eyewitness accounts. Anybody ask accounts, the apartment nothing. building or houses around that could have seen them leaving if they saw them leaving or not? I'm like, that would be like a key piece of evidence. If you don't even have DNA at that point, it's just circumstantial. That would be pretty important. Yeah. Because between the two of them, they can make up whatever. And even the stories didn't match up. But Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, 
I don't know. I guess it's like the whole thing. I'm, I'm the Italian police and lawyers like didn't really care. They're like, dude, we're going to prosecute these people. We Foxy don't care Foxy. if we don't have any, like, I don't know. You're hard pressed to get like get somebody off if in America if you have a case that's all circumstantial. Like it's not going to happen, basically. Like that's pretty wild. That's why a lot of times, even if people or, you know, the general public or lawyers or whoever or the state know like, yeah, this guy definitely did it. There's no doubt about it, but they don't have hard evidence. Then they're not going to prosecute. They're going to wait until mm-hmm. they find something. Mm-hmm. And because then once you do years. it, well, yeah, you can't go back can't and go be back. like, actually, never mind. Wait, we have something right. else. Like, no. So, and juries, they're not going to leave that in the hands of a jury. She's free. The lesson is, don't go into a house if the door is open. I'm so dead. If you are Meredith, I don't know. Don't. What, what's the lesson for Meredith? I mean, she's a victim. No, what are you gonna- no, 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 no. Not a lesson for Meredith. But I'm just like, the fact that these four people were living in the, in the house alone, I'm like, obviously you are not very smart for, with the decisions you made. Meredith is probably just trying to live her life and unfortunately. Well, that is also the other thing that, that sucks like, that happened is, which another documentary I watched kind of touched on this too. It's like throughout all of this and like craziness and media and people just wanting headlines to have a headline, mm-hmm. you also get, the, the the real victim gets lost in the story of Meredith. Like, no, yeah. you know, you don't talk about her anymore. The person who actually lost their life is mm-hmm. like, people couldn't care less about because they just want the, like. Foxy Noxy story. Yeah, the sensationalism. That's what mm-hmm. I couldn't think of earlier. The sensationalism of this story. So, yeah, her family, Meredith's family, I think they were on the, they were on this documentary like once. Not even on the documentary. I think they pulled well, news footage. footage. But um, of her family just being like having to – they had to travel to a foreign country to look at the body, identify the body. Mm-hmm. Like have to be part of the court Yeah, stuff like that and, sucks. Like, mm-hmm. And you really – that's such a small part of probably the amount of time spent on it in real life and the amount of time that the documentary spent on it. But it's true and it's just – I don't know. Looking back on it, I'm really surprised that as good as the Italian police are, <laughs> you have to come up with a motive. There was no and motive. There's no motive. There's no motive. Because the motive that he finally got to made no sense and had no. He stood by it circums- though. He was he like, "Yep, that's what like, happened." That must have been what happened. But I'm really like, there's no right off the gate. Even though he was like, "The blanket means it was a woman." I'm like, "Okay, but then what's the motive?" Also, she was raped. That's why he I'm had to sure. work it in. He was like, "Ah, she was raped. Hmm, let me see. Okay, well, that guy was also involved, but let me let me tie this Amanda was still involved because it was a sex weird thing and something, something, something. Like it didn't make any sense at all. So I'm just like, when you look at it, I'm like, no motive. No, it, 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 she might be weird, but like I, we said at the beginning, it doesn't mean she did anything. And it's just I'm like, isn't that basic? You need a motive. yeah, but some people sometimes some people. I think with investigators, not that I know because I'm not an investigator. But it has happened a lot of times where they get tunnel vision and they find somebody who just isn't acting the way you would expect them to act after a Which murder happens. Which is a big happens. part also of the documentary. Um, she's not acting like some... Like making out really, outside the crime scene right, with like her boyfriend like she's known for five totally days. In a disarray having found a body. But yeah. no, they're kind of like, oh my gosh, how did this happen? Yeah. It's so weird. But like I said, you can't really expect anybody to react in any way. So they get kind been. of like tunnel vision a little bit, I think, mm-hmm. in that regard. And stuck but, on her. Yeah. Um, but... Yeah, anyway, so, no, well, hopefully she's doing well. Amanda with her husband, with I don't her know, husband. I think kids. she's married. And I mean, you can watch it yourself and let us know what you think. Um, this is a pretty, it's a good starter true crime. I'm dead. It didn't make me as scared as uh, Don't F with Cats. Although, again, the fact that all of these documentaries are kind of like, yeah, we're going to cover the case, but we're going to talk about something outside of this case and how it has like a bigger meaning, whether it's social media or like journalism, which yeah. is just funny to me. I really... I liked Don't F with Cats. I really liked the Gardner heist, mm. whatever. Because that was a lot like, I like when you go through like a whole journey of like so many theories as to what actually happened. Mm-hmm. Because I'm still stuck on the items that were taken. Like if I think about it, I'm just mm-hmm. like, oh my gosh. Yeah, it's pretty weird. I swear they're like in some guy's basement in like Saudi no prob- Arabia. 100%. 100%. <laughs> and the it's guy's the just Italians. like. It's the Italians. No. Basically the Italians are the problem. He just is like looking at it and it's just like, yeah, hmm. Meanwhile, there's like a whole documentary in America about it. And this guy is just like in the oh. Middle East, just like smoking in front of his like painting, just like, hmm, I like looking at it a little flagpole thing. Oh, yeah. That's such a weird, yeah. has eclectic taste. Um, but we cr- 
like I always say, we cracked the case. We, we figured it out. We figured it out. Basically, I don't think it was Amanda. Maybe it was his man's or somebody totally who is now out and about, maybe still alive. Well, I mean, didn't even get into jail. Technically, they're sure. all out and about, whether they did it or not. Uh, that so. always be scaring me. Still out and about in society. But um, just like I say, when I watched, I watch Unsolved Mysteries. I I watch an episode and I'm like, well, I figured it out, but I'm not going to tell anybody about it. <laughs> I know it's un- been unsolved for 50 years, but I know what happened. I'm not going to say anything. You understand? No. I understand. Thing. I figured it out, but I'm not going to tell anybody. Well, so anyway, that's what. That's what's going on Contact the here. Italian police. I don't want to talk police-y. to them. I'm not. Whatever. Hey, hey, I'm not going to snitch. I know snitch. Okay. Okay. Well, Foxy Noxy, I think we'll be we'll be all right. I'm gonna look her up right now. What if she's married or has kids? Yeah, because uh, Google who's Foxy Noxy. I'm not gonna Google and that. This, and this journalist, just, I'm is... just curious. I just like to know, like, where are these people now? Amanda Knox. Uh, oh, she's uh, an author. She's she, dude. She's verified on Twitter. I'm. She, imagine, she's an author. Imagine, she has a podcast. Not that I think this. Not that I think this. But imagine she was. She actually murdered this chick, and now she's like a podcast. Which I'm. I'm sure there's tons of horrible people out there who are like doing great in life, but like us. Anyway, um, she's an author. She is married. Does she have kids? She has one child who was born last year. Wow. Um, oh, she's having her life. I'm like, it, you know, it sucks. I mean, she spent five years in jail. Yeah. In in Italy, not even your own country. No, dude. In, yeah. In, suck. That's wild. Yeah. So she's living like a normal life. That's good for mm-hmm. her, I suppose. Well, interesting anyway well she's verified on twitter dude follow amanda knox on twitter listen to her podcast she now advocates for um for people who are wrongly convicted and women and girls in prison and stuff like that so you know follow her i guess (laughs) check her out dude check out amanda knox on twitter i'm follow her see what she's up are you actually no maybe just see if her tweets are any good see what she's on about that's so funny to me yeah let me look her up on twitter right now i'm just what's her latest tweet i want to know what her latest tweet is we can end we can end the episode okay Amanda Knox, let's see. Uh, her bio says exoneree, writer, co-host with... <laughs> don't sorry, laugh. Exoneree. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> She's an exoneree, dude. Um, exoneree, writer, co-host with at Man Underbridge of Labyrinth's podcast. Okay, let's see. Her latest tweet was just a retweet. Let's see. Okay, no, an actual tweet okay. that she tweeted. Uh, okay, two days ago she tweeted, the story of the epic Orlando Ket, an unstoppable force and one of my favorite dance partners. And there's a link to a YouTube video. And then she said, if you are moved by Orlando's story and want to help, you can support him here. Help exoneree with disability secure housing. So she's just like tweeting about like people who've been exonerated or whatever. I guess. So good for her. She's doing good work, dude. At least she's, (laughs) like I said, even if you did murder somebody, at least you're helping people who didn't. Get out. Yeah, yeah. So, she was like, I was exonerated you know and I shouldn't have been, so let me help let you me out. Help, let me help. Let me, let me. No, I don't think, I don't think, I don't think. I really don't, I really don't think, think she did it. I think, you know, it. hey, we're all weird and you really. I think she was just in the, just well, don't I was going to say wrong place with, at the wrong time, but no, she wasn't but even just, there. No, she wasn't there. She's the one who put herself in that position. Yeah, but even if she didn't, I feel like she would have been convicted. Even, the Italian police just hated her. True, true. They probably just hated her. And, sis, you should have walked away. Not that I said, like I said. If they did a proper investigation and didn't let the media get up all on in there, uh, I don't think she should have been convicted in the way she was. And if she is a murderer, you really, you, you did get away with murder, so. Either way, congrats on her being free. Oh. Um, <laughs> so follow Amanda Knox, dude. Hey, she scammed, she scammed the system if she did murder, but I don't think she did. And even if, anyway, whatever. Follow Amanda Knox on Twitter. <laughs> She's she's doing good. She's married. She has a kid. She has a podcast. Like us. We're podcast That's twins. Right. We're so alike. <laughs> we should have Amanda Knox on in the Dude, episode. I would. I'm sure she would say tons of stuff. I'd be like, she I just want to listen. She would probably refuse to be on our podcast after listening to this. Oh, 100%. One. But uh, it's okay. Like I, I said, if, but if we I, said I we're like, we're not gonna we're not gonna talk about anything that happens we're gonna say you what didn't you're, do it. why it's you're okay. famous. We just wanna talk about what you're doing now, like your podcast and the work, the good mm-hmm. charity we're work you're doing. We're not gonna talk about what happened. We're not gonna talk about Meredith. I think she was or Foxy Noxy or anything like that, dude. It's saying everything in me cannot scream I, right now. Um, but literally, I do think it's really, really sleazy and really stupid that half of the reason why she was convicted in the first place the was, was due to her little diary, her diary, and her so-called like promiscuous behavior. Yeah, promiscuous, which has nothing to do whatever, with anything. Which yeah, she like didn't did have you anything plunge to do with the knife into Meredith? 
That's what I want to know. Yeah. Like, it, had, it should have nothing to do with anything about that. So I do think that's really stupid. And I'm glad that now she advocates for people who, like, women and girls and just people in general who are, uh, have trial by media They should all have nicknames. Or... I wonder if she'd give them all nicknames. What do you mean? Foxy and Oxy. I'm like, nah. Oh. Some nicknames. I don't know, dude. <laughs> anyway don't follow it's us follow amanda check out her podcast called labyrinths or whatever she said hosted with whoever she added in her in her bio on twitter but anyway give them five stars and when you're done doing that give us five stars give us five so stars obviously we got to the bottom of it go. oh okay so first yeah. us then then her okay yeah. no i, I support that because you're already here listening so you might as well just and then hop on over to Knox's. casey anthony should start a podcast i'd listen to it I know you would. No, I wouldn't. She sucks. In the grocery store. She definitely like. she definitely killed her kids, so screw her. Um, anyway, on that note, hey, uh, Amanda I Knox, I prefer that. you over Casey Anthony. I'm sure she'll feel really good about that. Yeah. Imagine if she were to ever listen to this episode. She can listen to it. I'm ending on a good note, aren't I? You are. We yeah. are. Not that... We always do. Well, whatever. Mm. All right. <laughs> That's enough. <laughs> okay. Are we done? Give us, give us, hey, hey, okay. Five stars. I, I, yeah, you, give you us five. Stars. Yeah, I know, but I was. Just, are we done before I yeah, get my yeah, little yeah. outro? We, okay. we read the tweet. So we read, we read the tweet. So that's it. All right. <laughs> um. Yeah. Follow us on Instagram at underscore change by degrees and give us five star on Apple Podcasts. Leave us a review. Be nice about it because if you're not, we're gonna delete it. I don't think we have the power to do that. I don't that, think we have the power to do that. I'll, that's I'll, really I'll contact Apple and tell them okay. get get rid of that. Cut it. Cut it. Cut it. Cut it. <laughs> um. And that's what we got. I think it is. That's it. Next week, I don't remember what we have, I don't but remember. like I said, they're still planned out because we're doing really good. No, we planned everything out. Off I just don't remember the order. Our last episode, the only thing I messed up was the title. So, yeah, she, she said New Year Revolutions. Everybody knows. Everybody knows. Well, which honestly, we should. We should. Instead of New Year Resolutions, I texted Millie and I was like, "You put New Year Revolutions." Just annoy me. And I was like, "That's cool. Like, I'm all mm-hmm. for New Year Revolutions, but that's not what the podcast. That's not what the episode's about." I think it is about that it wasn't hmm. maybe, maybe we'll do one about new year revolutions in the future maybe catch next us year. next week with that 2023 coming at you new year revolutions <laughs> anyway all right huh i'm done oh you're done okay i, I was guess waiting we'll see for you to say bye oh, oh bye we'll see you next week bye, bye. bye.